guys, we are back, and the topic today is finding your sound. <laughs> okay, why'd you copy me? That's not the sound. Um, <laughs> we'll auto tune. We're gonna do a barbershop Wait. trio. We should find yeah, we should your do. sound. Find your sound. Find your sound. Oh, uh-uh. I didn't know what key y'all were in. It was in I the key of Z. I don't know what. Yes, but anyways, I don't know what I was trying to key say. Key F flat. Yeah, flat. Okay, what? <laughs> Sorry, we are talking about <laughs> finding your sound tonight, which sounds on its on the surface very simple, and it's like, well, I sh- I should know my sound as an artist, but sometimes it's 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 a little bit more nuanced than you think. Um, I kind of just want to start with my experience um, with that. Like, I started out as sort of a commercial like pop. Um, artist and i had influences uh like obviously again sorry taylor fans uh, i like john mayer and i listen we'll bleep that out we'll bleep it out (laughs) right um that curse word i know sorry annabelle um so i that was kind of my influences but my songs are like based on a lot of his earlier stuff his singer songwriter stuff and as i kind of evolved my sound it became a little bit more um, jazz and blues influenced uh, and like bossa sometimes in some of the songs. Um, and then it got to the point where I was making like tracks and I wanted them to get, you know, released and mixed and mastered and stuff. And um, the guy that does my mixing and engineering and stuff, he, he contacted me. He was like, okay, give me some of your influences and some of your um, artists that you kind of want your song to sound like. And of course, you know, I didn't really have a straight answer for him. Like I had to, he was like, send me some songs of like samples that you want your music to sound like. And I had to really stop and think about, okay, what is my sound? Um, and, you know, after a couple of days, I had come up with some influences and like given him some songs that kind of reflected what I want my music to kind of sound like going forward, because that is an important element of it. Um, especially if you want to incorporate a band at some point, if you're a singer songwriter, even um, like the timbre of your voice, that's important because like finding artists that have that same, not the same timbre, but like uh, a similar tone you want to go for letting your mix engineer know that is an important, you can attest to that. Like it's Mm -hmm. important to know that um, to kind of dial in the sound that you want. So um, I would say that's, that's like a, one thing I had to learn like later on um, because again, you think you sort of know, Oh, I know my sound, but it's, you, you sort of don't, you you, you definitely need to put a lot of thought into like what your influences are, what you're pulling from and kind of what you hope to, to achieve with your sound. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right on that in finding your sound. Uh, well, if, you, if you're an artist and you're going into a studio, the first thing that anyone is going to ask you is the same thing that you were asked, David. What are you, What is your goal? What are you trying to sound like? You can't just say, oh, I'm my own thing, because ultimately every artist is a little different, and that's fine. But you still are in this realm of something called music, and all music is going to share certain facets. It's going to share sounds. It's going to share similarities. Again, music is the universal language. Why? Because everyone can understand it to some point and it's going to sound like something else to a degree. Mm -hmm. And that is fine. 
there is nothing wrong with your music sharing similarities with other people. And you need to find what similarities you have for multiple different reasons. One, so whoever is working with you, a producer or engineer, can understand what direction you're wanting to go and help you get there. And two, so you can market yourself and see your audience knows what to expect when you get in there. Right. So like there was this one band that I was listening to, um, just as an example, I heard a couple acoustic versions of songs that they had. That was my first touch and introduction into that band. Mm -hmm. And I loved what they had. I was like, man, this is some really good music. So I went to their page and I started listening to everything else. And I came to find out that them as a band is completely different than those select two or three songs that I heard. That was a shock to me. I wasn't expecting that. And I say this because that was kind of a branch out for them. That was something different for them. That wasn't their sound. Their sound was this other thing. And honestly, I didn't like the other thing that much. That wasn't what I was there for. I was hoping for more of this side thing. But in either regard, what they took to both directions, they did really well for what it was. I just, like I said, what the other thing wasn't my, wasn't my personal preference. But you could tell that when, you, that when they went into the studio and whoever they worked with understood what they were trying to reach. Because you have to understand what you're trying to reach. And if you cannot quantify that in words and in descriptions, then whoever it is that's trying to help you engineer or produce can't help you get there either. They can mix stuff all day long. They can produce stuff and throw ideas out there all day long. But if they don't know where you're trying to go, they can't help you get there. Right. And albums also, if you're you're trying to release an album, need to have a theme. Hmm. And so like from one song to the next, you can have a little bit of nuance, but for the most part, it needs to have a consistent theme and like sound you have to have a feel you have to have a sound yeah yeah you can have some you can have you can mix it up between your upbeat happy fast beat songs and then your ballads you can mix that up but mm-hmm. there's still going to be a kernel of the similarity that is you or should be in there you know otherwise what you have you have compilation albums best of the 80s right yeah but even then they have some similarities probably because they mm-hmm. were chosen for that album yeah if you're going and cutting out okay what songs am i going to do for this or where am i going to go find those things that are common and 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 run with that that's going to help you as an artist so so much yeah let me go ahead you're 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 not that special to have your own (laughs) basically in the sense like what you were saying if you go in you're like oh no i'm i'm like doing my own thing i feel like people who are in any sort of creative space period like i'm in design um, music, like art, anything. Oh, well, I'm doing something different. Like I want to do something that no one's ever done before. That that it's not possible. Yeah. Like yes, you can do something that's really unique, but still in a way like someone else has done it. Yeah. Like been there, done that. So it's it's okay to be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm influenced by this person. It doesn't mean you're going to sound exactly like them. And yes, there is going to be something that's unique about you that sets you apart. But you still do have the influence, whether you like it or not. Go ahead. Sorry. Because everything influences us. Absolutely. You're going to be influenced by other things. And yeah, you might have some uniqueness about you. And and, I, and we hope that you do, because that's what makes you different than someone else. You are going to have some things that are different. But ultimately, you're still going to be building off the same blocks that everyone else has to a point. And you're going to be pulling in influences. Maybe you pull in some abstract influence that 
is weird for this genre. Yeah. You know, maybe you do that and that was what makes you different for the genre. That's what makes you sound different because you're mixing different blending, things together, yeah. but you're still blending things. But I can, one thing I can say from, a, from a production or producer and engineering perspective is if you go into a studio and they ask you, Hey, what is your sound? What, who, who are your inspirations? Who can we listen to that you want to sound like in either a, B or C realm, whatever that is. Right. Um, and if you can't give them an answer, if you can't say, Hey, I want my music to sound like Bricks YZ by like Britney Spears. If you can't give them a name, that is a quick way to be turned right out the door. Yeah. Because they're not going to waste their time trying to discover for you who you want to be. Right. Right. You need to have your identity as an artist set. Yes. And that doesn't mean that it can't change and evolve because yes. that absolutely happens. Yes. You can change and evolve album to album. You can change and evolve over time. That's fine. But you have to, for each project that you're going up for, you have to know what you want it to sound like. Yeah. It may not sound like that at the end. That's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get, start collabing with other people, you know, like we talked about last episode and it'd be completely different by the end. But that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah, because engineers especially, like you said, they're not going to sit there and like try and solve your identity crisis as an artist. Like you... They're there to do a job. You need to walk in there with confidence and say, these are my influences. This is what I want to sound like. This is what I've pulled from. Have some example songs ready to go. Yes. Maybe make a trading card of your of your own identity but on, with your influences but That's you're not, not going wrong. away in, in, in all honesty that that is a trick that some producers will use yeah. is like hey if you know maybe maybe the artist as an artist knows kind of their identity but they have a song that they're like man i really don't know what direction to take this song mm-hmm. do we take it this way do we take it this rock kind of thing do we take it this more this pop thing do we take it more jazzy right and one of the things that some producers will do will take out will take out paper and pen and just say hey list out different things. Tell me, mm-hmm. give me ideas. Just start writing things down. And before you know it, you'll have like, Ooh, what if we mix this and this and this and this, all of these things together. And you have like this cool concept at the end yeah. that you can actually tangibly work with. Of course. Um, so I kind of want to do a little experiment with you two real quick. And Dale, if you forgive me if this is like putting on the spot or whatever, but like, I know Dale also makes music again, check out his music. Dale Shackford just released Dale Burn- Shack. Dale Shack. Shack. <laughs> They'll shack. Um, burn your name. Listen to that one. Great song. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I want to ask Patrick first. What do you think Dale's sound is, and what do you think his influences are? <laughs> I don't like that. Um, <laughs> like when you uh, like, like subjectively listen. Then we'll ask Annabelle what she thinks. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not good with genres of music, but. Uh, it's not it's not folk but like the influence is definitely there mm-hmm. um i mean like you literally did a whole thesis on blues so i know that's a big influence for you mm-hmm. uh as far as like artists i I don't really know. You're so unique. You have your own son. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shut up. But, <laughs> um, so we saw Amigo the Devil and mm. I said, oh, I like he's like an influence, especially for this one. He has a song called he has a song called. Talk about gravity. 
Oh, well, that that's the one that you said was an influence. But to me, your song, um, I can't think of it. Have to let go. Have to let go. To let reminds go. Okay. me so much of Amigo the Devil. Uh, it reminds me so much. And you said no, that he wasn't really an influence for it. I think I wrote that one but, before I found um, it. Are you sure? I think so. I don't think so. Maybe they stole it from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, because you you wrote it uh, at least in like 2020, 2021. I know because it's yeah, that's right. Based off that's of right. a specific instance, that's right. It was it was twenty twenty. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. uh, but either way, that's like a specific artist that I know that mm-hmm. Dale likes, and I don't know. I can answer for you. <laughs> well, uh, other than John Merritt, <laughs> um, one time David performed "This Love" by Maroon Five. It had all the white boys jumping and it was this love, right? It's harder to breathe, but yeah. No, it was like one of their, like, it was harder to breathe. Are you talking about at the laundry room show? No, 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 no. Karaoke with London and Johnson. Oh, okay. I think you sang this love or I was thinking like actually performing. No, no, I don't, I don't pay attention to your actual performances. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no, that's why I said it had all the white boys jumping. You got to weed some people out. Yeah. Yeah. Find your real fans. But I, when I saw that, I was in like, when I saw genuinely, when I saw you perform that and like the way that the audience, especially the men (laughs) like got, lit <laughs> it was so i was like oh my goodness that I, that was when i was like he is an artist he is an artist which i know is such a weird specific point and like you were just having fun with it but to me i'm like oh oh my goodness like i see you as like an adam levine well that's funny. not in personality wise because he doesn't cheat on his non-existent <laughs> wife but <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, actually, it's funny you say that. My last track that I released, Running It Back, was like I wanted the production for that track to be based off songs for Jane. Oh, okay. So that See. that it, like entire album is like one of my favorite albums. Um, and Maroon 5 is one of my like influences. Or their earlier stuff. Yes. More commercial yes. now. But, yes. Uh, like um, Hands All Over was like one of their albums too where... I wanted to pull some from that. So, yeah, that's... He got the moves like Jagger. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's on the trading card, too. (laughs) Got the moves like Jagger. Mm. But also, like, you you have, like, a little, like... Which I guess Maroon 5 does, too. Early Maroon 5 does. But, like, the little, like, Latin guitar, like, Mm -hmm. going on. uh, Like, your Mona Lisa song, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you got that going on. And then, yeah, with Dale... Like, Dale... Dale's music... I don't typically li- like the music that he likes. I don't really care for as much. Like I, I can appreciate it and I do like it, but it's not something that I venture out and listen to on my own. Whereas like John Mayer and Burn five, while I'm not like huge fans of them, like constantly listening to them, if their song like comes on the radio, like I'll know it and I'll enjoy it. Nostalgia. Uh, John Mayer. I actually do like all of John Mayer's music. Um, I just don't actively listen to him, but I think that's kind of where that's why I'm like, I can pinpoint your influences a little more. Whereas like your influences, I know like blues and some other things, but like, I don't listen to the stuff to really, Mm. to be able to pinpoint it. 
Okay. Which so is, what is what is your influences then? What yeah. are your influences? Well, first, I mean, it's also fair because David, a lot of your influences are a lot more of the commercial route. Sure. Uh, then you're basic. <laughs> but a lot of my influences are a lot more subcontext indie, it, yeah. or or less, you know, less radio ready kind of influences for the stuff that I write. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, people like you know artists like Amigo the Devil uh, are an influence on kind of the more folk. He's kind of a dark folk, dark Americana kind of vibe thing. It's, it's some really interesting music there. Um, but some of the other stuff, like early on, my, a lot of my earlier writing was heavily influenced by like John Denver. Ah, uh, a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the first songs that I wrote were yeah. directly like uh, I didn't. I mean, they weren't intentionally influenced that way, but that was who I knew, and that were a lot of the early songs that I learned to play mm-hmm. were his songs, and so a lot of it was directly from that. Yeah. Um, a little later, you know, some of like the more, um, some of the more country ish Eagles stuff. Okay. You know, it's still kind of folk rock, still kind of that South Cal rock. Yeah. Right. Um, some of their more quote unquote country mm-hmm. parts. Mm-hmm. There was some of the, some influence there. Um, I can tell you for songs like burn your name, the most recent, uh, release, um, that was a, that was heavily influenced by Manchester Orchestra. That was a band that I came across at that point in time. And their song, um, The Silence, was a, a huge in influence. But even more so than that, their song, uh, I Know How to Speak, was just just a huge influence on Burn Your Name. I loved loved that song. Great song. and um, Which is ironic like because Dale does not know how to speak. I, apparently not. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but no, I mean... The, the, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. But no, some bands, some bands like that, some some stuff like that. It's kind of the folk, some of the Delta Blues. Uh, I loved like Skip James's music. Um, he's an old Delta Blues artist from you know the 30s and 40s. I think he has some some really cool harmonic stuff that he does with his guitar playing and his voice that I loved and tried to incorporate a little bit of the concepts of what he does. I mean, obviously, I'm not sounding like him yeah by any means but i like what he was doing with his guitar and his voice at the same time and so for some of the stuff that i haven't released that's more of an influence uh definitely the delta blue stuff is definitely a lot more of an influence on the stuff that i haven't released than the stuff that i have yeah um but uh very americana based um and so it yeah it's, it's good to know kind of what you want going into any kind of yeah songwriting process whether you're mm-hmm. doing something on your own or whether you're going into a studio with other people, it's even more important when you're involving third parties mm-hmm. sure. or even just a second party other than yourself. Yeah. Especially like, I guess the whole point of that exercise was like, it's good to ask people. Yes. Like what, what do I sound like? Like I asked after every show I find somebody and I'm like, what is, what is, what is the sound you're getting from this? What is the vibe? And they'll, they'll give me some things and I'm like, Oh, do I sound like this person? And then you sort of start to explore what elements of that, that they mean. And of course it's all subjective, right? Right. Um, but there's nine times out of 10, there is a theme. So I was just trying to see if you guys would match up on what you'd say. Yeah. And, and, and one thing I would say is when you're, when you're trying to find what you sound like, or you, maybe you know what you sound like and you're, you're trying to provide some reference tracks, uh, which is what a lot of engineers will call it reference tracks to someone else. Um, a reference track can, doesn't have to, like the entire song doesn't have to sound like what you want to sound like. You can pull specific things like, Hey, I really like 
how the drums sound in this song. Like this song is kind of the drum feel that I want, whether it's more sonically, you know, like I like the tone of it or whether it's the part you can pull the part like, Hey, I really like how the vocal is treated in this. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Like it's really dry in the, in the verses and the chorus just, you know, Mm -hmm. breaks out and goes wide and stuff like that. As you pull reference tracks, you can pull specific things like the entire rest of the song could be in a totally different genre, totally different singer. And you could say, I want, I like this element of this song and I want for this element of my song to be referenced, referenced to that. Yeah. You can do those things when it comes to finding reference songs for a production. But one, one question I would ask, especially like of you, David, is if you're out there and you don't know what you sound like and you're at that, you know, cause all of us at some point are, you know, whether you, whether you've written your first song or your 10th song at some point, all of us don't know what we sound like. We don't know our influences really. Yeah. You know, we don't know what we want to sound like. So how do you go about figuring that out? First thing you do is you open Spotify and you go to recently played. Mm. And then you go to your Discover Weekly and then you listen to that and you see what they suggest for you. My Discover Ooh. Weekly is trash, by the way. It just Mine gives- this week was kind of disappointing, but it's okay. I had some like lo-fi that I fell asleep to. Okay. And then it was like, oh, you like lo-fi now. I'm yeah. like... <laughs> sure, but not 20 of the songs. You know what I mean? It thinks so, I only like 70s rock, and yeah. I almost never listen to 70s rock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say just anymore going back and, yeah, I was I was big on that, too. My yeah. dad was big on 70s great. rock. It is great. I loved it. Um, but, yeah, just going back, listening to or looking at things that you've listened to in the past, and you've pulled something from there. Mm-hmm. Like, you may not know. It may just be one song that you randomly mm-hmm. heard. You pull mm-hmm. from that. So that's what I would say. What would you guys say my influences would be if I was a singer? Well, I am a singer. Melanie Martinez, for sure. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. um, Cheetah Girls. Young Britney. Anything with girls in the title. (laughs) Uh, Miley. Miley. Okay, okay. First off. Hannah Montana. That's uh, better. Yeah, that's I would say one. Miley. I would say him on Twitter. Transitions. Um, uh, yes, Spice Girls. Basically, bubblegum pop. Like, if I made yes. music, yeah. I would love to just make the most fun, stupid, materialistic like album. Fruity. Like, what just is so crazy and wild? What is that movie? Uh, we've seen it a couple times. Um, just Friends with. Uh, Ryan with Ryan Reynolds oh, and oh, what is Anna her name? Ferris. Anna Ferris. Yeah. Anna Ferris is forgiveness. Her is whole artist persona. Sorry, is what this guy um, would be. Yes, uh, I like that you said Melanie Martinez, but I don't think that I would be that in tune with myself. Like sure. she's very like smart and like made a concept album. Yeah. I don't think I would do that. I'd be like, yeah, I could see you making a concept. I'd be like, um, the All girls who made uh, UGLY. You ain't got no alibi. That's my inspiration. Mm. Like the. I'm glad you can spell. Says you. (laughs) I just can't speak. Um, So speaking of Hand Montana, we're going to take a quick break and be right back uh, talking about that same subject. Whoa, crazy. Well, sort of. Sort of. The other half of it. The other side. The other side. The other side of me. 